Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 191.2, because you may have noticed last week there wasn't an episode. Well, but there was, you see, and this is going to sound like I'm making it up. We we talked about Halloween stuff and Mike was there um, and it was really good and we talked for ages and we talked about our favourite horror movies and unfortunately Tiny Snafu meant it couldn't really go out. So... Unfortunate. Apologies there. We, we we will carry on regardless, and you'll just have to believe us that Mike was here last week because he's not here this week. And you know, it's like probably quite appropriate for Halloween that you know we had an episode where Mike was on it, and the episode went missing. It's great stuff that way. Yeah, he probably just left it at the gym, and then some one of the ladies picked it up and all that stuff. It, yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, which kind of gym are we talking about again with him? It's like well, you know, his, his gym. His gym. Yeah. I can't really do air quotes. Oh, I know, oh, I did air quotes. And it doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, let's, let me just stand here and do air quotes in this audio podcast. Maybe if I do the air quotes high, you know, fast enough, they'll make enough sound to sort of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I am. Of course, your, your ever-loving host, Neil Bolt, and you hear the man that wasn't here last week, which is probably no coincidence that we, we always seem to have the problems when he's not here. Um, and that just makes it sound even less believable now. You weren't here. Mike was here. Isn't it? Uh, um, fair, I can't say, say if I'm actually here right now. No, that's fair enough. Physically, you, maybe. <laughs> Mentally, no, you are that's still somewhere else. Way. <laughs> yes, it is, of course, Ben Chilliver Hall, who has just come off a, a 25-hour long streaming uh, marathon for charity. And so he's a, he's a little in there and out there with, yeah. with us and a little bit hungry for real food. Um, yeah, for actual food. But, you know, I'm also hungry for news. News and knowledge of the PS4 And informations. And all other PlayStation platforms that yeah. are applicable. I think Ben was out for 25 hours doing Cthulhu worshipping things. <laughs> well, Outside you know, your window like, again. Uh, if anyone's going to watch back the... Um, if anyone wants to go back, I don't know if we've saved the stream, saved the streams or not, but trust me, there is some interesting stuff in this... Eighteen, well, in All of the stream is, after a certain point, is 18+. plus. Um, there is a lot of mature sort of banter going on. Let's just say... For some reason, there ended up being a conversation about California raisins, back alleys, and handies. Wow. And Tim oh, was yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea how I ended up not in the loop when, you know, raisins were involved. Yeah, at the very least. You know, that's... that's the other things are kind of automatic, but raisins? Damn. So, yeah, yeah. That's like entry-level Tim. That's... It but, yeah. became interesting. Very low entry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you Dried know, they are small raisins. Entry game of one. Answer Tim. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So, yes, you are here, Ben. Well done. And that's a, a good achievement. Raised a fair bit of money, didn't you, as well? Uh, sure. My stream, well, Phoenix Down Radio, should we say, which is Klaus, me, Sayer, Luna, raised uh, just over $400. But the Final Fantasy XIV content creator group, when I last checked, it raised 4300 Oh, splendid. And if I'm rightly, uh, I 
graphic. Don't quote me on this, but if I'm writing Extra Life as a group, you know, all the streamers and stuff so far, has raised 7.3 million. Wow. That's the impressive. What charity was it for? Just to uh, it's, let the list it's for know. children's charities. You can don't you can pick the children the children charity you want the money to go to. Oh, grand. That's excellent. Oh, so, yeah, I saw a, a bunch of uh, different gaming groups uh, uh, advertising that they were doing it. So, yeah, to say it was nice to see. Yeah, there's quite a fair few out there doing it this weekend. It was a good yeah. stream. Stuff. Lots of money raised as well. Yeah. That's the thing to hear. Cool. Um, also joining us, as you heard, uh, because raisins were mentioned and he is automatically here, Tim. Tim, the new, the new, the new, the new, what's new, Pussycat? (laughs) 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 Okay, here's the new song. What's new, new, Pussycat? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Kind of into it. Kind of into it. Yeah, it's a good. It's good. Um, but yeah. Uh, apart from that, the only thing that's new is that I have a new song. Yeah, that's it. We add something yeah. each week, so that, that's all that matters, I'd say. Good. Yeah. But you're here. You you like you. That's good. Well, raisins in your own song. It, it really is the best of times. Take that, Dickens. <laughs> Take that, Penbridge Scholars and Dickens. Right. We shouldn't forget the, the elephant in the room, or rather the, the guy who doesn't like Wolfenstein. Um, yes, Gary Bagdasara. How are you doing, Gary? I was good until about two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Preemptive, you see. It's just, it's gonna oh, go I, see. I see how it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> the privilege of the host chair. You, you get the preempt. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> take it. I don't care. How are you otherwise, anyway, Gary? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you know, um, we're not going to obviously repeat everything we did last week because, you know, it's not Halloween. Um, but, you know, uh, we had something else happen this week, which I forgot about until about five minutes before we started. Um, we had Paris Games Week, and I didn't really hear much about the rest of it, but there was a Sony show at the beginning of the week, which had some good stuff. To, to see no, no, I heard that Pharmacy Seven wasn't there. What? It wasn't there. I mean, if you if you believe what the papers say, like Seven the Daily Star, um, they would lead with a headline telling you what wasn't there um, for the purposes of uh, CEO. Man, that part where Halo Six wasn't there also that was shocking. yeah, and Daddy, Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> Just take me to the fair. fair. Or change my underwear. It really yeah. wasn't there. My daddy wasn't there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, Austin Powers aside. Um, when I was so gum-sized, <laughs> daddy wasn't there. Come on, Tim. Be strong. Be strong. No, it's fine. I wasn't cognizant at the time either. <laughs> um, right, yeah, so... Oh, bunch of games so we we could tackle this any number of ways we could say what do we like what were our concerns our thoughts our loves our fears but then you know it's a, a whole other podcast in itself um so yeah I, I mean we could sort of start from the beginning and, and then just go through the highlights if you will and if anything we don't pick up you can go hey hey you 
why didn't you talk about this game? And, and I'll say it because I didn't think it was worthy. So we start with, there was like a, uh, a whole bunch of VR stuff at the beginning. I, a VR trailers still to this point, I get them being there, but it's like getting the point across is very tough still with, with VR games. I still wish they would just announce the game name and go, go to your PS4 and download the VR trailer to try it out. Well, yeah, try out, but yeah, see what it's like. Very, yeah, that's, that's very good. That's a very smart thing to do. You are on the money there, Ben. There you go. Sony should hire you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. First, one of the first interesting things I saw there was definitely a Concrete Genie, which um, had a young outcast with a wild imagination and a magical brush that he could turn drawings into living creatures and artifacts and the many structures around him. Yeah, it was. Cool looking, yeah. Basically, like creatures you drew. Oh, hello, Akami. Yeah, but on a wall, you know. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> it's Akami, but on a wall, and it's got kids in it. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. It's like just sort of in there, confusing as to what it was at first, if it was a VR game or not a VR game, because it was just like it got shoved in at the tail end of a bunch of VR trailers, and it's like, well, was that? Is it? I mean, that'd be cool in a way if it was, just because the stuff looked like it'd be awesome to see. Um, any, anyone else enjoy looking at that one that wants to speak oh, about it? I want that game. It looks amazing. Though I must admit, it did look, especially when it kept going to like a first person mode to paint the wall. Mm. I kept thinking that, that, that it was VR because, you know, you can sometimes have third person VR. Because it works. Yeah. And then when it goes into first person, it's like you use the move controllers or whatever to paint the wall yeah that's what I thought as well it did very much look like that we all know but that yeah. everyone's going to be painting though and I'm disappointed in everyone already Yeah, I'm not even saying a... it because we all know yeah there's just going to be a whole lot of wang monsters out yeah. when <laughs> <laughs> don't give people creativity they will paint penises it's true it's the first thing I make <laughs> I want to see what I am restricted to or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could be slightly vague about it. I think you have to like do it among like parts of stuff, so they've probably found a way around that. But we shall see. Life finds a uh, way. Life finds a way, <laughs> as the great Ian Malcolm once said. Um, what about you, Gary? What, what do you did you like the look of Concrete Genie? I did. Um, I thought it was pretty damn good with especially with the particle effects um it kind of reminded me more of an older ps3 game called folklore i think it was mm, yeah was yeah, it the one we used like had monsters you could fight with yeah mm-hmm. okay folklore was great god damn yeah yeah and it reminded me a lot of that uh obviously not in the combat sense but like the art style and the things he drew on the walls and stuff um yeah it's it looks pretty good. I mean, I like the theme of it, you know. Um, I guess the way I understood it is like you're drawing something nice and then like bullies come in into that area and like it starts getting like destroyed because of their attitude. Um, and like the darkness they have is the way I kind of understood what was going on in that trailer. Um, I mean, it, it kind of made me laugh in a way that the bullies are the people that are trying to clean the walls of, of graffiti. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting concept, but yeah, it's a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Subverting the norm. 
Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I do I do want to know, like, what it really is about, though. Like, is there a story, or is it, you know, what kind of actual game is it? No. Um, and how do you paint? Like, are these paintings, like, already done for you, and you just kind of have to, like, copy-paste them onto the walls, or... There seemed to be some sort of, like, palette that gave you, like, a selection of options, but I assume you'd have to find more to create more interested... Uh, it'll probably be a mix and match sort of situation. So yeah, like, you're artistically keeping in keeping with the game. So yeah, maybe not dick monsters. If, if. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, it's it's one of those games where I have to see somebody playing it to know exactly how it works. Because like, yeah, you see it in the trailer and it looks awesome. But like you guys said, it looked like a VR game. Like you use the motion controllers for it. Um, Maybe that is what it is. We don't know. It's it's well, they showed you pro footage, which was uh, interesting. So that would suggest, and they, met, they made no mention of VR in any part of it, other than that. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a game for me where I have to see somebody playing it to really understand what kind of game it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree on that one. Um, Tim, anything to say, to chime in with on the concrete? All, all I know is that. I don't know if I'm going to play it. I would much more rather watch Crystal play it. It's a Crystal game. That's cool. Considering her artistic fortuity, yeah. Most definitely. I'd rather watch her play it than watch me make a supplements of shit. Dick monsters. (laughs) (laughs) The poop that took a pee. An artwork by (laughs) two. Uh, let's uh, move on. Um, the Gardens Between, um, which is a, a puzzle adventure game where you control two teenagers who must explore surreal garden islands and solve puzzles while building their bond as childhood friends. Um, but they also have some sort of weird time rewind mechanic, and the world has like strangely out of place uh, objects in it and of different sizes. And it's it's an odd looking thing. Interesting uh, again. Hard to know exactly how it'll work, but yeah, it looks interesting. Anyone else interested there? I'll pass. Um, yeah, not really my thing. It looks it looks uh, too much like uh, the other one where you play as two brothers. What is it called? Like brothers. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like it kind of works the same way where you control each one with a different analog stick. Yeah, but with a bit of be kind rewinding in there and some strangeness. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, I, I want to see if there is another hook to it beyond that, but we shall see. Um, let's move on. A um, couple more indie games just to mention before. Um, Guacamole 2, that got announced. You know, that's, you know if anyone's played the original, that's a, a damn, yeah. fine, damn fine Metroidvania. And, uh, it does very much look like more of the same, but yeah, that's no bad thing there. Gary, you, you were a fan of that one, if I recall. I was. Guacamole was awesome. I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, I mean, it, I think there's like a couple of tiny changes in terms of what they do, but from the trailer. But eh, yeah, I am very excited for the different puzzles they have now. Like they're showing like some of the gameplay, and he has to go through different light sources to pass yeah. through areas. I'm yeah. really excited about that because I think in the first game it was kind of lacking a little bit on the puzzle. It was a melee heavy, 
So I'm really excited to see that in this one and yeah. see how, especially how the four player co-op will work in a game like that. Chaos. Oh. I can imagine. <laughs> Chaotic at best, I would say. Anyone, anyone else excited for Guacamelee 2? Radio Silence. Oh, God. You think I'd be more excited as I never played. I didn't finish the first one. And, you know, being formerly a trophy whore, that would have been the perfect game to play. And I never got very far in it. And I don't know why, because I didn't, I didn't hate it. I'm just, just I one of those that pass you by sometimes. That's yeah. good thing. There are games sometimes like that. It's like you have perfectly fine time with them. And you just don't get around to finishing them. The ticket looks fun. Yeah, <laughs> chicken. More chicken action. <laughs> what are you, chicken? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would I'm I doing be doing things as a chicken? Why would I be? Chickens are the, like the most overpowered characters in video games. Right, yeah. you can kick them forever and nothing happens to them. Yeah, and then they'll and like, turn around and one shot you. Yeah, Dude. well, like you try and kill them in like Ghost Recon Wildlands, and they just vanish into like a, a feathery. <laughs> so yeah, it, they are just. The secret overlords of gaming. Sounds hot. Um, hot. Um, I'll tell you what, though. As much as Guacamole 2 was a nice surprise, do you know what was an even better, bigger indie surprise for a 2D side scrolling platformy type game? Fucking Spelunky no. 2. Final Fucking... Fantasy 7? No, not Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> <laughs> Streets of Rage? No, no, Spelunky fucking 2. Fucking Spelunky 2. Spelunky 2. Sounds you splunked over it. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you know. a, little, a little too much, maybe. <laughs> God, I just, that game is like one of the best things to ever happen to the Vita, uh, and yeah, that and Rogue Legacy was, just took up so many hours on that. I, I mean, my excitement should be dampened slightly by the fact that you know, the Vita probably won't be supported this time, and I don't have you a Vita. Have a Vita. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, but at the same time, I'd be quite happy playing that on a console. You ship jumper! <laughs> I jumped that ship, but I made sure I ate all the buffet before I left. So, I mean, fair yes. enough. Um, yeah, anyone else excited for Spelunky? Like, I am excited for you know Spelunky. What? It was, the first game was fun, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Gary? <laughs> um... I was never a fan of those games, but oh, Steam cool. World Dig really made me a fan. So I might give this one a shot since I enjoyed the Steam World Dig games so much. Yeah, that's it. yes, the Dig games are very much of that ilk in a way. Yeah, I like them for the same reasons. I think that I I like them because of Spelunky, I suppose. So yeah, coming out from opposite sides again, Gary. Uh, <laughs> as long as we reach the end together. Well, hey, <laughs> <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> what a zesty sandwich with boring meat in the middle. Oh, you, you can't. That that's my shtick. The, that kind of humor. Come on, get out of it. Get out of it. <laughs> get out of that. Yeah. Um. Let, let's move on to other games then. Um. When I know that Gary will be like super mega stupidly excited for because you know it's got samurai in it um it oh was my God. <laughs> uh I, I just want to actually uh continue with this because i remember friday night gary when you said anything with samurais is my bag so he's not wrong yeah there you go <laughs> uh, see it goes of toshima is it? Um, um, ghost of tsushima yeah there you go i was right good there you go i shamed myself by pretending 
Oh well. Um, yes, but you'll shame uh, your family. I do not shame my family. Damn you. Um, yeah, Sucker Punch is a game that we've been waiting to hear about for ages. Is it got announced? And yeah, it's an open world action adventure samurai game, which yeah, Gary pretty much helicoptered to the ceiling with excitement uh, when that was announced. So yeah, Gary, it, that's right up your street. Yeah, oh my god, I'm beyond stoked for this. Um, it's so hard for me to describe because the little bits of gameplay they actually showed of it, which was probably like three seconds, it looked so much like Tenchu. Um, and like when when they first started showing the trailer, I assumed that this was a Tenchu game from from software because they have the license to that. So I thought, oh my god, they're finally doing Tenchu. <laughs> yeah, then I saw like a bit of it and I was thinking, oh Christ, is it Onomisha? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was Onomisha, to be honest. I'm like, I've never played this series, but I heard it's got some samurais. This looks like a bit like what I would expect it to be. Yeah, and you know, I'm fine with it being Sucker Punch because they're, in my opinion, a trustworthy company and they're not really going to do me wrong, especially when you see what they did with Infamous Second Son and how great that game to this day still looks. Um, God, yeah, Samurais, it takes place, I believe they said, when Genghis Khan tries to invade Japan, and he starts with that province uh, of Tsushima, and God, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I really can't. Good, good. I'm I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I'm I'm a little more hit and miss with uh, Sucker Punch, just because the infamous series never really sort of grabbed me as much as it could have. Being a, a, an open world superhero game, it surprises me still that it doesn't. But but you know, I, I enjoyed the last ones that they made, so you know, it's a different direction for them, and that seemed to work for Gorilla. So maybe they'll have that effect if we're lucky, and they'll make something really cool outside of their uh, comfort zone. Um, yes. It's my favorite time period in history was feudal Hello Japan. Period? Oh, feudal. I know feudal, take your pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> if it had uh, samurais, it's my favorite time period. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, what about you? Um, I gotta, I gotta say, yeah, there are, there's an allure to that time frame in Japanese history that just gets me and. I mean, if, if this were part of history that they talked about in school, I probably would have cared more about history in general. But, yeah, that's a thing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> palpable, yeah, just palpable, palpable time period. I'm so into it. Um, I actually just watched the trailer now. I've been just, yeah, this this is like initial reactions. You can take it how it is. But um, I've been kind of lollygagging, not looking at trailers as much lately for some stupid-ass reason. I don't know. So I just watched it, and... I'm a big fan of the art style. I'm a big fan of the just the graphical prowess. I'm really interested to see what they do with the villain. Because <sighs> of the way that he sounds like he took in ideologies to take control, which is hmm. more tactical than it is to just come through and siege, and that makes him more interesting to me. Give me that. Um, also, that yeah, like you mentioned, Gary, with the little bits of combat it looks so heavy and visceral and yeah yeah if you have a sword give me that <laughs> yep I, i'm ready 
I mean, they do villains pretty well, to be fair, Sucker Punch. So, um, yeah, true. Yeah, I wonder if it if it was Genghis Khan in the trailer. I don't think it was, um, but it could very well be. Pardon the Google that's going to be typing. Hard, heavy typing. <laughs> oh my God, there's an H in there. Sorry, Genghis, you're dead though. Um, in the meantime, in the meantime, yeah. um, we might be. He's kind of chunky. In the meantime, Ben, what, what did you think? It's Sucker Punch. It has Samurais. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> that's, that's baseline good. That's all you need to know. And this is going to be the Assassin's Creed I've always wanted. And it's not even an Assassin's Creed game. I think that's why you wanted it. Maybe. <laughs> but it's this type of thing, like just the... The level of detail and this, the just the time period and its execution that got me into things like Samurai Champloo. I know it's completely different in terms of, you know, direction, but there's so much you can do with it, and I'm so ready. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, just want an excuse to say Samurai Champloo. Go watch it if you haven't. But yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, right. So that's that one. Um, but um, what else was there? Lots of stuff. Uh, episode Ignis was there for Final Fantasy 15, which kind of looked interesting. I'm actually really stoked for that one. Yeah, I mean, it caught my I've, attention enough to mention it. You know, it's like that's something. The others, I can't say, have done that. So, but then Ignis, you know, is Ignis. Yeah, the other ones were good too. So, I worry good. about that. Like the whole time, it's just going to be I've come up with a new recipe, and it's going to bother me. <laughs> Fucking cooking mama. The whole way. <laughs> Plus, it takes place during the best parts of the game, in my opinion. So. Yes, I, I feel like this one's just going to be just a series of memes. <laughs> it's just meme appreciation. I came up with a new recipe. Death. Have you? No, have you seen the the waves of memes that came out of his whole thing in that game? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For it. For we it. love chocobos. We love chocobos <laughs> so much. <laughs> new recipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> my life is memes. Life is memes. Memes is life, etc. Uh, but but uh, but uh, but uh, what else do we have? Um, well, if you thought Motorstorm was never coming back, it is, but <laughs> but not quite. Because it's been by Codemasters, but it's made by the people who made MotorStorm. It's Onrush, which does seem to feature vehicles doing crazy shit in Stumpy. I also forgot my favourite one that I can't wait for. Fantasy 15 VR fishing. Well, yeah, I mean, that goes without saying, Ben. That know, looks amazing. Fishing. Why is everything fishing in Japan? It's, it's just... It has custom characters as well. You can build your own characters. I know you spied it, Neil, but if there's a game that I find, and I'm just surprised by the fact that it has fishing in it. Like, if I'm playing and I go, oh, shit, I can fish. Damn right, I'm going to go fish. Oh, yeah, no, that's the thing. It's just, it's weird that in one calendar year, there's so many games that went, you know what? Fishing. There you go. It's like, and <laughs> they all come up with a new fish. They all seem to be Japanese. I, mean, it, I say calendar year, it's a little longer, I suppose, because, you know, Stardew Valley, Final Fantasy, Persona 5, Nia, Automa, at least, yeah. you know. Warframe. Warframe Warframe added fishing. fishing. There you go. Something else added fishing. What was it? I remember. No, right. Too much to worry about. Um, Yeah, so yeah, Onrush was a thing, which I don't know. Uh, It it could be good. It looks like 
kind of burnouty with a bit of motorstorm. So yeah, I'll hold judgment because you know the motorstorm games were all right, but I, again, I never think they were great. And Drive Club pretty much killed them despite being all right too. So we'll see. They get a new chance for a team with the Codemasters team who you know love their driving. So. I'm, I'm happy. Anyone else happy for Onrush, or is cars too much? I'm super excited for it. It looks amazing. Um, to Motorstorm, I'm going to get so. Yeah, and I actually <laughs> really the burnout the <laughs> as well. Playing those games with my friends was super blast. So I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, I just like racing games where you get to dick about a bit, which is uh, yeah, arcadey racers. Like, that's my yeah. That's it. I don't want none of your GT Sport pish in my house. That's it. That's my one rule. No GT Sports pish. You know what I want then? I want a new Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Yes, we should have it. Hopefully we've brought that into the podcast. Um, Cool. Yeah, so there was that. Um, Monster Hunter World, they should have a trailer for that. Um, Uh, Remember that the beta is December 9th and PS4 has exclusive ally playable mm. character. And the game is, of course, out on January 26th. And you stole my thunder by saying yes. Sorry, Aloy. I'm really excited for this game. Aloy is indeed yeah. going to be in it, which was like my son's like young dream already because he loves playing Horizon and Aloy and he loves the look of Monster Hunter World. So it's like he saw that and he said, it's like my two games I want to play together at once. Ah, like, oh, bless you. I mean, it's like ah, oh, it's three days after my birthday. Just Merry it's birthday three days. <laughs> it's looking like a damn good start to the year next year. Let's put it that way. Next year's <laughs> so, gonna be if everything's released like it is and they're all as good as they look. It's gonna be. Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll have to have the boars on the Say internet. Say goodbye to your wallet. Half the year. Second half of the year will just be balls and internet game. Oh, Sony are in trouble. They haven't got any games out for Christmas again. It's like, yeah, that's because they released them in the first half of the year. It baffles me that that was a thing this year. That's for sure. Um, what else did we see? Um, they showed a bit more of Resident Evil 7 DLC, which does look interesting, I suppose. Um, the Hong Kong Massacre, actually. I want to point that out. Cause that yes! Yes! It's a, I mean, it's a John Woo movie meets Hotline Miami, and yeah, that's right up my street. No, more, not so much for the Hotline Miami-esque stuff, but the fact that it's a John Woo-esque game in a, an era where, you know, it's been done to death in certain ways, but... It not is like John this. Woo? It, it isn't John Woo, but it, it has that look of a John Woo movie mm, in terms of, like, the slow-mo diving and smashing through stuff and I'm sure there were at least a few doves in there. Just <laughs> I'm really excited for that game. Really hard world for this. Mm. Oh my god, that's like my favorite Hong Kong action movie <laughs> ever. It's weird that it's like John Woo. It is John Woo, hard boiled baby. I wanted to get the game that he had out just because I wanted to watch Hard Boiled and I couldn't find it. Oh, that anyway. game for PS3. I didn't mind it to be honest. It was kind of fun. It was super fun. It was a good sequel to Hard Yeah, it was a good prototype sort of for what could be done later on, I think. But yeah, it's uh, you put that say next to Max Payne three, it's like yeah, stick men for comparison. It's uh, but yeah, a world with some John Woo in it isn't is a good world to be in. I think. 
Hashtag. Uh, what else do we see? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's DLC, which comes out this week. Um, yeah, it looks like more to Horizon, basically. Wait, it's out this week? I thought it was December. No, no, no. It's out November 7th. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I believe we will have a review up this week coming up on PSU. So it's uh, from our dear, dear Kyle. He has... He will be reviewing that. Um, what else do we get? I could say that because this won't be out in time for it to matter. Um, what else was there? The Sims 4. Yeah, we know that's coming out, but there's vampire stuff in it now, so that's apparently better. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that Ore game was announced and announced that it was out then and there, but apparently it's not very good, even though it kind of looks like a weird mix of Journey and Spirited Away's dragony bit, but it's not. Um, there's a Call of Duty trailer, but who gives a shit about that? Far Cry Fire trailer, who gives a shit about that? Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I, I can't wait for that. <laughs> there you go, see? This is, this is why um, I mention it at all, so that you can go, hey, no, I do. So, But yeah. It, Only for the co-op. Nothing it's else. Cool, it's cool that you can play co-op together. And given all the platitudes that have been had for... <clears throat> Assassin's Creed's origins is a uh, world uh, and the way it looks and that uh, it fills me with a little more optimism that they might sort them out but the fact that one of the highlights of that trailer was them showing two players looking at a map that with icons just popping up everywhere um, it, like in real time I was like oh yeah that's uh, you know your audience you know <laughs> you know your formula well you right? know it's an Ubisoft game you kind of know what you buy it's got to be pretty big if you've got like planes and shit in it. So I was a little confused about the trailer because they announced it as if they just barely announced co-op for the first time, and mm. we already knew co-op back at E3, where they showed the trailer with them four people playing. Sure, but then you know, Far Cry. Have, yeah, well, there's been a few co-op. issues because when that got announced, they announced that the co-op that for the player two won't be saved. So I wonder if they've changed back that. So we shall see, I suppose. Yeah, either um, way, I'm still confused by it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't brand know. co-op is what it said. I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> and the fact they're sticking it in that early year sort of release window, just like that, seems to be where Ubisoft put the games they're less confident of at the minute. I mean, they did that with Ghost Recon, and it's like, it sold well, because um, it's that kind of game that will. And it probably be the same for this. You know, it's Far Cry, it's, enough, it's big enough of a name to matter for most, so we shall see. But yeah, just not highly infused by it at this point. But anyway, um, what else do we have? Detroit. What? Yeah, Become Human. Um, we had a new gameplay trailer, which, you know, was... Um, Interesting to say the least. It's uh, it in one sense it did a better job of telling us what the game could be about. You know, in terms of what you can expect to see in the game, better than the previous trailers had. At the same time, David Cage's sort of comments on it afterwards have kind of soured that. So it's yeah, um, still looking forward to playing it. I just wonder how well he'll handle things like this in an age where I think he's kind of been left behind a bit from wait what were his comments um just basically saying that 
anything that happened in that trailer was almost by accident. Like you don't plan for this stuff to come out. It's like, no, 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 that is literally Dave. That's literally what happens. You write things down and put them in the game. And then, yeah. So you, you have to have planned it for it to happen in the game. You, you can't just <laughs> accidentally slip and, and type out a whole thing about domestic abuse um, <laughs> and robots. It, it doesn't happen. I mean, no. So, yeah, he's, um, I think he still thinks that games are where they were back when Heavy Rain was out and, that, and even Fahrenheit. And I think in a lot of ways, games have matured in terms of storytelling. Some games, I'm not saying all games, clearly. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just a bit of a, a wrinkle. Uh, but we shall see. We shall see. Uh, what about, Gary, you, you were more infused by the trailer yourself. If I remember correctly, yes, uh, that was the trailer I've always wanted for that game because that's what I assumed the game was going to be about. Mm. When they first announced the game, they showed her, the actress that plays that guy, I think it's Kara, Kara. Yeah. Yeah. They showed her breaking out of a lab and pretty much trying to like run away and hide and pretend like she's human. And then we had all these other trailers where none of that happened and I just assumed that they cut her from the game and like they just went in a whole different direction the whole revolution thing I thought was the worst part of it I don't give a shit about any of that what I cared about is getting an in-depth look and understanding of how a machine would handle these situations by gaining these types of emotions in a way it's kind of like ex machina not Ex Machina. Um, yeah. What's the, the movie with the android and the girl? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ex Machina. Yeah, Ex Machina. Sorry, that was something else. That's what this reminded me of. And this is why like, I want the game just to be about her being a robot and learning how to become a human. You know? And I want her... I want the experience of just her being the main character. I don't care about the other characters at all. Ah, you see, <laughs> I, really I, don't. Feel, I feel differently just because I think that's where heavy rain worked better than beyond is that because it was multiple characters, there was less time for them to trip over each other in terms of the dialogue and stuff. And, and I, uh, Alan Page was fine and everything in beyond, but it was just, too much of focusing on one character and certain bits just were pointless that we didn't need to see. So I think several sort of like an anthology of stories would be interesting. I mean, at least, and yeah, I'm, like, hoping- I'm okay. I'm okay with the cop one. You know, the guy, the detective one that was happening is just the whole revolution one that really pissed me off because I don't, I don't want any of that. I've seen that, in almost every robot movie and TV show and cartoon, whatever the hell you want already. It's the exact same thing over and over. Yeah, again, the thing with <laughs> David Cage's stuff is he being a bit too much in his own bubble and not realizing, and probably having the bad fortune to release in the same year as like a Blade Runner sequel that's good. <laughs> and, you know, and then I go, hey, here's my thing about robots. It's like, yeah. Yeah, because there's really no more you can do with it. Like, how many more different ways can machines rebel? I mean, actually, I mean, hell, I mean, going into the medium of games, it's like to release 
within the same time frame as say Nier Automata, which yeah. um, for for it, the flaws it does have, it tells a very good story of you know, machines and how they feel and you know, yeah humanity. It's a, a much better way of telling it, I think, than than David Cage will manage with uh, this. So yeah, it already has competition in, in that terms of that's its strength and it could be its problem. But then yeah. its other strength is clearly going to be the, the whole multiple choice thing where it goes down so many different branching paths, but again, has to be seen to be believed with that. You know, is it really that many choices? Or do they all just lead to the same conclusion? It's... Yeah, no, I agree with you there. But yeah, to me, that trailer sold me on that game. Um, and if they started with that trailer to begin with, I would have been much happier going into that game. But yeah, that trailer was the best trailer by far out of all of them. And yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, mean, that, I, I don't disagree there. It is definitely the strongest trailer they've had for it. That one. Um, anyone else wanted to, to chime in on that one? Tim? No, I'm. A lot of his bits said, uh, "I'm just I'm into the idea of it." Um, yeah, I've, there's always I always have a soft spot for the the humanity leaking into other things, especially with something that humanity has created and kind of the futility of interjecting oneself into one's work and how that goes into translations and things like that. So I'm very much interested in seeing where that goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds cool. Ben? It's full of emotions. But no, I don't care. It's David Cage. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, video games. Yeah, video games. Um, From a a game having its strongest trailer, probably I would say a game having its weakest trailer to date, which was God of War, which was... I don't know. It didn't really feel like a proper trailer or a proper gameplay presentation. It just felt like a thing. Like, here's a bit of God of War. Yeah. Much like, as we'll discuss with The Last of Us, it felt a bit like, well, you, we know you wanted to see something of it, so here's something from it. But, you know, I mean, it gave us, if it gave us anything, I think it gave us a little more look at how the combat works. And while it's a little different, it doesn't look like it's a million miles away from what was there. So, you know, I mean, there's that. And it still looks really nice. So, I, I don't know how you guys felt on that one, but uh, that, that was me. Um, ben, go on, you you have your I'm actually more hyped for this now after seeing that. I really enjoyed the comp- yeah, the yeah the slightly different gameplay than your normal God of War. Yeah. And for those that are complaining about the dialogue between Kratos and the Child, I wouldn't be surprised if they just turned it up, like with a lot of games during presentations. Mm. You only have a small window to show, you know, yeah. what you're planning with like dialogue. So you, you increase the chance of it happening during the show to make, yeah, to demonstrate it because that's the whole yeah. point of the show. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. God of War. It's a <laughs> video <know>. game. <laughs> I, I was just thinking you saying talking about the dialogue, and I'm sitting here thinking, man, it's going to be a shitstorm on Twitter once people play the game. And complain about how abusive Kratos is to the child verbally. <laughs> <laughs> you know he will be. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. Oh, 
<laughs> they definitely make a hint there towards you know, more now of uh, you know that his son is you know, the, the the child of another god with because uh, they reference a mother and the the monsters in that trailer being her creation so that that's interesting at least that was one of the theories we had I think with the last trailer that that maybe it was a a Norse god who had wasn't that the theory Odin. And yeah, this god yeah, is for <laughs> Odin's wife. Uh, yeah, so that, I think that's the thing we came up really? with. Yeah. yeah, So yeah, I mean, and so it does sound like that might be the case. So we shall see. Intriguing, um, Tim. What, are you, what did you think of the War of the God? Um, uh, I I definitely see what you're saying. More of the same, but. The, the level of combat has me both intrigued and worried because of the camera focus and how close it is mm. to Kratos. Um, I, it looked like it was manageable, almost suspenseful in the way that you can't see you know, around you and stuff like that. And if the, the, the maps are small like that, maybe it'd work out, but I worry about it showing its face in more open areas. We'd have to mm. see how they manage it. But yeah, yeah. It definitely feels this a different feel to it, whilst still sort of having a familiarity. It's a, a strange one. Again, you just need. I think it needs to be tested, you know, like in your hands and seeing it, you know, like actually played properly. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Gary, anything else to say on God of War? No, you um, said one bit. Uh, surprisingly, I agree with you on this as well, Neil. Um, I don't think the trailer really did anything amazing for me. It was really short. It's like they cut like half of the trailer out for a reason. Yeah. Um, maybe time constraints, I don't know. But I think the one thing they wanted to focus on with this trailer is to show people how magic is going to work in this game. Yeah. And that's that what we saw the most really of. Rough. Yeah, that and the rough release date of early 2018. So we could still make that fabled march. Yeah, and I, I also agree with Tim. Like, I'm still not 100% sold on combat and the camera angle they chose this time. Um, to me, it just feels less cinematic when it comes to the combat. Like, before combat looks very cinematic in God of War. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't really feel the same way from what I've seen so far, but I'm still super excited about it. It takes place in my second favorite time period of Norse mythology. So <laughs> yeah, I do love a bit of Norse. It's uh, an interesting if Vikings, Vikings and samurais. Those are my two, man. So I'm... like, if if it ends up playing like Hellblade, I'm fucking sold. <laughs> um, but but it had the thing with Hellblade had that I don't. Th- well, um, okay, so yeah, like, the nice benefit to Hellblade is that this is a weird thing to say. You have the voices, and what they do is they. They, they help you in they, they help you identify the things that aren't on screen like if something's coming from the side they go to the left and you can react and that's what the boy was doing in the trailer so i think with with those few pieces both auditory and visual it it would work well and be more engaging than just looking at a big screen of baddies and mashing square yeah so there's definitely a potential there but it's just how they put it together yeah that's fair enough um, right, let's move on through the big hitters. Um, Insomniac Spider-Man 
Endgame got a bit more footage shown, more of a trailer trailer this time. And looks like more than one character you'll be controlling uh, in the game at any given point. Because uh, Mary Jane shows up and appears to be in some sort of stealth section, which sent many a person screaming uh, at the idea. But um, I'm raising my hand if you can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was alluding to, to you, Gary. <laughs> I mean, it would. I get the idea that it would be interesting for variety's sake, but um, yeah, it remains to be seen quite how that will work out. Uh, I have a question, though. Is is the black guy that's with him, is that Miles Morales? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. already been that's, that's what I assumed, but I, I didn't know for sure because I didn't know if they're going to have them know each other straight off the bat like that. Yeah, well, it's like some sort of weird n- new version of the universe and he's been Spider-Man for a bit. At this point, and yeah, so they sort of mixed several different versions of the character into one for their own sort of spins, which is cool. It's almost smart because then they don't have to worry about matching up. And so, people going, like, no wait a second, story either. We don't go back and find out how Spider Man became Spider Man again. How do you know? How do you know that it's not like a mid game flashback where you walk for 20 minutes <laughs> in a lab? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, really? she, like got bit by a spider they could do that and just walk right yeah. on by it got, like it's no big deal got, because it's really not he got bit by yeah. a spider that sat down beside him and then you have to like and he off. took off his little bonnet and said <laughs> I'm Spider-Man now <laughs> that's how it happened yeah. that's yeah, how Mary really... Jane gets it I guess that could be a thing <laughs> that's where Spider-Wen came from yeah that's how it happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As somebody who only cares about the Spider Universe in the fact that Spider Gwen exists, that's not how it happens. No, I can't remember. <laughs> it's older universe stuff, isn't it? Uh yeah, it is. Yeah. It's basically just a, a situation swipping swap swipping. Okay. Swapping Peter yeah. Parker and uh Gwen. Yeah. Stacy. So that she gets bitten and he dies and yeah. So it's like the better universe. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's it's a universe, that's for sure. And she's part of a band with Mary Jane, and it's great. The Mary Janes. Oh my god! <laughs> now I know I don't read that comic. God damn it! <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's like I don't know. I always prefer Ultimate's um, sort of take on it, and just where when Stacy dies, but then she comes back, and it's not her, and it copies like the original idea of there being a cloned version of her, but it's like. The Venom symbiote, if I remember rightly, and like she's it makes clones. It was weird. It was odd. But yeah, it was... You mean well, the Clone Wars? I think. No, no, no that was just Spider-Man, oh. wasn't it? I don't Stop. think you're remembering lightly, rightly, <laughs> rightly or wrongly, or lightly. I don't think I remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to have slipped my mind. Um, um, yeah, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, though. They haven't really. Sh- told us who the villain is in the game, have they? Oh, Mr. Negative seems to be the main one. and I, I, both. I don't think he's a main villain, though. Like, somebody has to be controlling him. Well, was, it looks like Kingpin's been jailed, and now someone else has risen up to take his place, so I'd, I'd imagine I that. I really don't think they would have gone with such a low-level villain. Why? It means they got creative freedom to, to do what they want with it. If you go and use a big villain... From there is like, oh well, they did this to this character. Uh, terrible! It's not what I remember. Like, 
Well, I don't know. They've been shitting on Electro and Shocker and Rhino. They've been doing that for years. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's literally a joke in Spider-Man Homecoming of how dispensable Shocker is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're big villains, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit of Mysterio in there. That'd be fun. It's like, I've had him for a good while. Hell yeah, I've wanted Mysterio since Spider-Man 2 came out. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was that didn't get released date. It? it was just a, a sometime next year, basically. So I'm calling September. Yeah, I, I like the look of it. Uh, the faces were still a bit iffy, but then it's still you know a gaze you know, in terms of creating stuff. It's that sort of uncanny valley stuff of like, oh, they look kind of realistic, but not. Like they had a slight comic book esque twist to them. When does Infinity War come out? Uh, It's the end of next year, isn't it? Yeah, September. I'm sticking with September. Yeah. (laughs) Infinity War. uh, Sorry, I have to look now. I think it comes out here earlier, doesn't it? Oh, April. Yeah. So it's definitely not that. So. Well, it might be April, because that'd be kind of their summer sort of thing. Well, they've given early 2018 to other games, like God of War, so that it would be strange if they didn't say that for Spider-Man at this point. Well, April, there have yeah. been stranger things since. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've got like, an extra hat in there. That's good. Uh, Let's have a look. Once. I'm still really blown away that this is exclusive to PlayStation. Well, I, I imagine that's something to do with Sony's uh, handling of Spider-Man in yeah. general. Yeah, most definitely. But I, I just don't see Disney in particular being okay with just the one console release. Well, it's the console with the biggest user base. Yeah. So, and, oh, you know, I, totally, I totally get that, but I still think they'd want to make as much money as possible and release it everywhere. Well, wow. yeah. Disney can take a nap not owns, owning everything. Yeah. Sony still owns... Um, most of Spider-Man, so... I know. The, Disney clearly aren't vindictive, because they, they even give Warner Brothers their properties you know, to, to use and make games out of, so it, they don't care at this point. It's like... Which is, no, but like, I'm just saying, like they took the rights back from Activision, so they have full reigns of who makes their games. Why oh, not? yeah, and you think in the last year or two, who's been having good deals with Activision? Sony. So it's like... <laughs> Wait, why not end of May... As the release date. Is that some sort of joke? (laughs) Some sort of joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking because the release in America is uh, 4th of May. Yeah. Because that's still technically not early. That's not early. That goes quarter two then, doesn't it, I suppose. That's a Star Wars thing, though. Yeah, but... May the 4th? Yeah, but Avengers is out that day as well. So. Oh. So it comes out on the unofficial days. So I like the idea that they have a Marvel film in space again, but they're going to put it out on May 4th. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and to the company that makes both. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, strange. That's a long time with Spider-Man. Well, it's... Um... I laugh if it starts with a Star Wars trailer. <laughs> yeah, in the pre-show. Oh, man. It probably will have some sort of Star Wars trailer in there. Probably the, <laughs> the Han Solo thing. Um, right, I think we've got two more. Yes, two more. Um, Shadow of the Colossus, which, by Jiminy, that looks good. 
Uh, he very... fucking kind of does. That looks like a native PS4 game. That does not I look just, like. PS4. I just wanted to. I wanted to grab every, the lapel of every twat online who loved the old game that was moaning about the first trailer and going, "Oh, they've made it too ordinary. Oh, they've lost the art style." Oh, it's like and just going, "Look, fucking look at this. Look at it. It's fucking gorgeous." Now leave it alone. Like, I think it'll be damn good, to be honest. And I will welcome the control change as much as I've played through the game multiple times. It'd be nice to play it without having that ball like the other control system t- to it as well um don't know how you guys feel on that one but um yeah uh, that was my highlight i think other than spelunky too <laughs> no like i said that looks like a native ps4 game that looks like it was built from the ground up yeah properly, I was, properly done. i was blown away by how amazing it looked compared to even the ps3 remaster that they released yeah um, i mean that's like shocked <laughs> I'm not sure. and yet when you look at like when they showed the boss fights thing it was like wow this looks like you, you can see that it's the same boss fight but it's just side by side comparisons like mental uh, it's just fascinating how good yeah. it at this point I'm just going to call it a remake and not a remaster well, I mean it is because I mean you look at the um, the, they had a second trailer obviously which was like showing you the intro and some of the stuff in that it was like looked so much different to the original version of that opening and it's just like yeah this is we're in remake territory which is probably bluepoint's most ambitious project yet in that regard because you know they've done remasters and ports and stuff before but this 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 is like a proper big job and it's out in february which is like brilliant it's just it's mad it comes out like a couple of weeks after um what's the game out in january i've just forgotten now Oh, that's it, yeah. So just start the monster and we get Shadow of the Colossus. So two games about fighting big monsters in different ways. Love it. Oh, man, um, yes. Tim, you, you're a, a Shadow of the Colossus liker. Liker? A liker. Think yeah. so little of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. On point, blue point. Yeah, it just... <laughs> I can't believe anyone didn't like it that liked the original game. It just surprises me. It's fine. Me. I'm going to love the shit out of it. They can be negative Nancys all they want. That's it. Negative Nancy. <laughs> is that going to be a full price game or is it going to be like $40? I think it's don't like care. 40 yeah. Don't care. <laughs> Say you don't care. <laughs> no. I, I honestly don't either. Do you? I don't don't off, care. But... So. It looks worth being full price. It looks like they've put enough effort. Yeah, the game's long they've... enough and yeah. great enough. It's fine. Gimme. Not like they've gone, oh, we, we'll slap some paint on. Oh, it's done. Well, I did, it was a game that was dated enough to, in a lot of ways that it, it could, if you're going to do something with it, you might as well just either slap out a port or do it properly and do this. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that will be the main point of contention. It's like, oh, but it's not like I remember it. It's like, well, that's the point. It's uh, supposed to be a better version you know, in, in technical terms. Oh, man, it's going to be the like two weeks after Monster Hunter. Yeah. Oh, God, that, just the start of that year could be bloody good. And and that's just on this console. Because <laughs> Monster hey, Hunter is the 23rd, right? 
26th, yeah. So, yeah, and then this is the 6th of February. Oh, 26th. That's a week and a half. Yeah. Still, you know, you, you get pretty deep into Monster Hunter, and then that comes. And right. here I am. And then I do. <laughs> and I'm the only one who cares about Nino over here. Oh man, I mean that's that's that has now moved to the back. <laughs> it just it's too much. It's like Christ. And guess what? Next year there won't be any fucking Zelda or Mario to you know take the shine off this stuff. It's uh you know and there's probably be what a yeah, Metro game. It'll be Metro Prime instead. Which yeah. <laughs> We'll probably get good scores, but it won't be the game, the big game that those two were. I think that's, you know, I mean, it, I, I said about this year, it was such a great start to the year for Sony's console, and yet it's down to Nintendo having two of their best-rated titles in years that, that happens to happen. It's like, but you know, at least they have good titles, and you know, haven't just thought about releasing a, a souped-up version of their console. An audience of ten, so there's dozen of us, literally dozens. Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben, Shadow of the Colossus. I wasn't a huge fan of the original for some reason, and this looks really good, so I might look into it. Splendid. Right, that leaves us with the with the, the final trailer, which was of course the Last of Us Part Two. Well, I say of course. Uh, I I thought it was two different games at least. Again, before we found out, much like the uh, Sucker Punch trailer, it's a case of oh, is this this? Is it that? No, it's this. Um, interesting though. Um, <laughs> it, it caused a lot of debate. Let's put it that way. And uh, while I I see the point of some of it, I think some of it was just done because. There were a lot of people in their their happy, happy Mario mood, and they were like, "Oh, well, why can't all games be lovely and fluffy and happy?" And this game, there's this only one thing, thing I kind of agree with. Sorry, I yeah, wish go- they would have put a mature warning. Oh, I totally agree. That's I mean, the only they, thing. Oh, they, they don't have to change anything about the trailer; just put a, a warning at the start because it was a bit. It was the a bit thing. Made, yeah, the argument people made was, oh, well, sign, when you sign in, it tells you that it's like, well, most people are signed into YouTube anyway, you know, like when they watch these things. So it's like, they're not going to see that like that. It wasn't the only one, you know, because when, when this conference was going out, it was four o'clock to five o'clock in the afternoon here. And it, and it was morning time in the US. And it's like, I was making dinner. I had my phone and I had like the... You know, the Wi-Fi speaker thing, like so I could watch and listen, and while I was cooking, and my son's in the other room, and that trailer for that Cockney gangster VR game came up, and every other word was this, cunt, this, fuck that, like that. I was like, great, yeah, I, I that was, I know there's adult stuff, but that's excessive, like that, and then this came up, and it was like, oh, yeah, I get it. I don't think it was as bad as everyone made out in uh, in certain respects because. You know, okay, it, it is a violent game, but yeah, context wasn't great. I know that then again, you had people afterwards going, well, it clearly represents this. It's like, yeah, well, that's clear to you. That might be clear to other people, but not to everybody. Not to people who went in not knowing what the fuck this is. You know, it's like, you, know, you can argue that, oh, it's The Last of Us, you should expect violence. Again, they did their best to make sure you didn't know it was The Last of Us until the end of the trailer. So yeah, um, but yeah, bloody hell, um, that's running on a PS4, and that looks phenomenally good already, you know. And 
considering you know <laughs> the uncharted four set that's the, the, the this muscle definition on in, on the characters was just crazy um it seems like a weird thing to say about <laughs> in that regard but there was little to nothing that we could really say beyond that story-wise that so, you know, a hint that we could be seeing ellie's mother perhaps um but yeah uh what about you guys tim i get into that stuff uh, a lot of the subject matter it, it goes a little bit into what modern society would do if they didn't have moral shackles or guidelines Hmm. AKA a law. Yeah. Um, and especially nowadays, I can definitely see this kind of stuff happening, especially with the, the Christian undertones. Hashtag. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think the only thing that really bothered me about the trailer was some of the cinematography. And it was a little bit of what uh, Kojima did in Five. And I wasn't really a big fan of it either. Like the long shots. And it's not that I, I love long shots in general, but it's it don't no Madden right now. You ruined my thing. Madden ruins everything. God damn it! Fuck you, Madden. Anyway, um, they, taking long, long, elongated shots like that um, has adds a bit of weight to what's going on. But when it's has empty shots in it, like empty time frames and just kind of fluff takes away from the impact that comes from long shots like that. And particularly the one where, um, where it was off of the, I, I know they didn't give her a name, but the, the lady that was hanging, uh, it, the screen got off of her and there was a period where there was nothing. And then it went down to the, the one woman that got wounded and the person that helped. And it was just kind of sitting there and you're thinking off screen, there's someone in danger of losing a life, right? And I know that yeah. that's part of the weight that goes with it, but there's nothing going on here. And they're not even looking at her, and they're not even really looking at the fact that her arm is debilitated. <coughs> it seems like that was, that was the odd thing as well. It just seemed like almost shying away from it, but then you showed it anyway. And it was like, yeah, it, it seems an odd choice to show where it gets hit, but then shy away from the rest of it. It's, it's a very strange thing. But in a, again, work in progress, things will probably change as they did with yeah. the trailer for the original Last of Us. You know, th there was stuff that just never showed up in the main game. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, though, I, I really like the, the visual direction they're changing. If they're going to do longer shots like that, I'm into it. It's just knowing what you're doing with them that's going to be important. Yeah, I mean, that that's a very important thing to get right, I think, with a game that is going to be so lauded for what it does, you know, in terms of storytelling. It, right. it needs to be not jumping the shark in terms of getting a bit... Oh, God, gross. Yeah. And I think one of my most recent long shots that I've loved, apart from Mother, because most of it's like that, oh, my God, it's uh, from... And I haven't really watched the whole thing, but I ended up being shown it because that's how people are. Look at this one part. It's so awesome. It was, um, oh my God, it's one of the Marvel movies, one of the Marvel shows on Netflix. And, uh, oh my God, the Daredevil. Yeah. The hallway scene. The, the one shot fight scene, yeah. Yeah, and the, one of the important things with having a long shot like that 
is having yourself grounded in the surroundings. Like, you sure you can have a bunch of stuff going on and things like that, but the mistake that they made in the Last of Us trailer is having it spin around all over the place, and you kind of lose perspective of where things are too. And yeah. yeah, so like, you really want the weight of the long shot to give it the weight, but you don't want to take it away by disorienting. Yeah, that's that's a good take on it. I like that. Excellent stuff, Tim. Excellent stuff. Gary. Is it Gary calling again? <laughs> Gary's stunned. Sorry. No, I was I was muted, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> he was just swearing at Tim. Stop it, Tim. <laughs> Damn it, Tim. What am I gonna say? No, um, I actually have absolutely no problem with this trailer whatsoever. Um, I think if you were sitting at home watching this press conference, you should have known there's going to be violent shit in it. Um, and personally, I've seen a lot worse in other trailers than I have in this one. Um, I think the reason this one was more controversial, and I said this in Slack, is because I think the game at this point looks so lifelike that it's a lot more surreal to people mm. and it has more impact than it did before. Well, um, how come five didn't, how come Metal Gear Solid five didn't get that kind of shit? Because Metal Gear Solid five still looked like a video game. They were almost still losing their shit over tits. They were, <laughs> <laughs> they, they had quiet to complain about there. So they didn't care about the violence in Metal Gear Solid five. I'll wait for um, them to come out and go, you'll be ashamed of your words and deeds for that one. <laughs> See, they yeah. broke her arm because she's a plant. That's my opinion of it. Like, I just think it looks so photorealistic at this point. Obviously, you can still tell it's a video game, um, especially like with a game like that. But like, if you look at a game like Gran Turismo, sometimes you can't tell from far away if that's real life or a video game. Yeah, because there were like still shots from that trailer afterwards. And it's like, Wow, it is very hard to tell that that's a game. <laughs> like mostly of the the woman on the floor and, and the lighting and everything like that and the muscle definition. It was like, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Uh, yes. I don't know if this is just me, but like the part where they were, that one lady was threatening to stab her. I don't know if I was the only one, but just because of the just the technical prowess and the, the level of detail that. Naughty Dog puts into things. There was a part of me that just wanted to see how they would do it if, like, she had stabbed her. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure that will probably end up coming up somewhere in the uh, in the. Uh, if they're going to do more of that slow vis- visceral work, I feel like that's going to be something that shows up. Yeah, I mean that they're going to push the envelope on it. it. You can't. No one can ignore the fact that. Um, no, the first game wasn't exactly light, happy, happy. Um, no, it, it, did, it, it did spoilers kind of begin with the death of uh, your character's daughter. So it's yeah, <laughs> they aren't uh, fucking around. They, Such okay. a good intro, goddamn. Okay. Yeah, and, and and like they've said after that all happened, like we if this is a like a violent game, we're not going to shy away from showing that violence, and they shouldn't because. Yes, we didn't know what the game was. I thought it was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, <laughs> to was, be honest. Then I thought it was Days Gone for a bit. Cause, you know, but then I thought, no, this looks that bit better, you know? Yeah. 
Exactly. It just looked too good for something Crystal Dynamics could do, or even, you know, uh, who's making Days Gone. It's annoying, because I guessed um, Last of Us 2 right is, away, and then I saw Gary's thing about Shadow Tomb Raider, and I'm like, hmm, maybe. But the characters... I saw the must- arrow go. Yeah. Like, the lady had the bow and arrow. I was like, oh my god, is this Shadow of the Tomb Raider? But... Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Tomb Raider <laughs> exclusive for PS4. <laughs> just that would just, never happen. Uh-huh. No, at this point, after all that, um, Wait, I'm, I'm definitely limited time window. Maybe for Microsoft, <laughs> but yeah, for me, uh, right now, I'm very intrigued by this because we don't know what the hell is going on. We don't know who these characters are. Um, is the game going to jump between characters this time around? Um, at this point, I don't even think Ellie is going to be a playable character, to be honest. <laughs> I, st- I still think it would be a case of only one of the original cast as a playable character, and it probably won't be Joel. It's, um, yeah, I got that feeling too. The other thing that seems to be alluded to is that Laura ba- Bailey's character, who is the one that was a must and uh, tied up in the first place, uh, uh, they um, made a very big tease of redacting her name of the character. I was like, ah, oh, okay. So they're basically suggesting that that could well be related to someone's. Um, yeah, and uh, it's good to have Laura Bailey on again for another Naughty Dog game. She's great in, in, in Uncharted 4. So, yeah. yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, super stoked. Right? And the incredibly short glimpse of the clickers we got was just perfect. Um, yeah. So happy they didn't show them off like huge this time. Um, so, I mean, we've seen them, so like knowing that they're still there is all that we really need. Yeah. Do you want to know a really fun fact like this? So yeah, the the woman who did the voices of the clickers in that trailer is also the voice of Princess Leia in Battlefront Two. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Wow. And and she can do it all. In the, the kids' cartoon of Ultimate Spider-Man, she also plays May Parker. So, yeah. Jeez. Wow. Oh, I love those sort of things. It's just fun. Um, I wish I had talent, damn. <laughs> we all have our own talents. You know? ah. uh, <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound like that, because I really did mean it. <laughs> I mean, it averages out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... Uh, it does look like there could be side stories to it maybe but then you do kind of remember that the last of us also had like other characters show up for a bit and have their stories told so maybe the story is a, a cross-generational sort of thing between ellie and maybe her mother like we hear the, her story and her story and then they somewhere meet in the middle and yeah they have their own story yeah so yes um I mean, it's set, what, five years after the first game. And Ellie's just, like, 19, so... It looks like Winona Ryder. Mm. Oh, man. After Stranger Things 2, I'm very okay with that. <laughs> yes. Um, tangent point here. I mean, I'll say that Winona Ryder isn't in it because every character has been in that trailer has been announced as who they are and who voices them and represents them. But uh, <laughs> weird tangent point... Watching um, Return of the King last night, and uh, 
Noticeably, of course, Sean Aston is in that, and oh, good old Samwise Gamgee and uh, Bob Newby. Um, and it really occurred to me, it's like, shit, Elijah Wood, Winona Ryder. It's it's uncanny, in a way, in a really oh, way. And like the plot thing for it, it was just like, yeah, that's just, it was an odd thing to go out. Having just watched the end of Stranger Things and then watching that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Weird tangent aside, gone, done. Um, ben, I know you want to hurry us, but uh, what did you think of The old Last of Us? Because you're not a big fan. I'll probably Check. buy it and never play it. There you go. Just a sale. Like Last of Us 1. A sale for you, Naughty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, no. um, yeah, so that wraps that up. It was an interesting show, to be fair. It had some stuff. And it looked good, and there was a bit of controversy. So, you know, it got talked about longer and longer and longer. Um, right, let's move on to the other stuff. Um, blah, 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 blah. The score predictions, of course, you won't have heard it because, you know, as we said, uh, and uh, you know, this would be great in a way because I could then say that the, the, it doesn't count because I didn't win. But um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be a good sport. <laughs> Um, we did uh, Call of Duty World of World of Boy, said World of War. Wow, Freudian slip. Um, and uh, score was eighty six. No, uh, just wanted a better game. I did. Um, I said eighty one. So I was wrong. Tim said eighty three. So he was wrong. Mike said eighty seven. He was so close on his return, but like everything else about it, there is no evidence of him winning anything. Um, Gary got in with eighty six. Dead on. Dead on, which means Gary has won like four out of the last five, I think, which is nuts. And I didn't even need somebody else's points to do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, date that. Uh, Mike on two and a half, Alfonso three, Ben and Tim on five, Gary on 14 now, and myself on 18 and a half. So, it's uh, the gap is points. It's uh, getting exciting, very exciting. There are games coming out this week, right? So, you know, we, we find a game now for, for next week. Let's, uh, let's have a little gander. Gary, as you won, pick the game for next week. Ooh, let me see what's coming out here. Um, hmm, Jeopardy sounds good. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> um, the game that we'll get overlooked next week. Oh god! You know what? Let's do Sonic Forces, man. I want to oh, do that. Yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say Need for Speed, but yeah, let's do uh, Sonic Forces. Sounds you great. Know, yeah, that that does sound interesting, and you know, we did do Sonic Me, <laughs> so yeah, why not? <laughs> god, that's so. Yeah, Gary, what were you thinking for for that? <laughs> Sonic Forces. I'm gonna yeah. go with fifty two. 52. Wow. Um, Ben? This is where your number generator is going to be perfect if it's a low number, Ben. You I, might actually... I should use it, actually. One second. It might be amazing. Uh, go to <laughs> Tim first. Okay. <laughs> Tim, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say one thing, and I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it. 69. Nice. Curses, I thought that number also. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't use this. I can't use what the random Jenna gave me. 
<laughs> I can't use this. No, what is it, Ben? Oh, I'll tell you mine. Wait, nine. <laughs> yeah, you might actually win this one time, Ben. <laughs> no, I'm pressing it one more time because I don't okay, think it'd okay. be that low. It's going to be 99 now. 40. 40. No, I don't That's think more... it's be that low, but I don't want to roll again because I don't like re rolling, but just nine was too stupid. Uh, I'm going to go. 99. <laughs> I'm going to go with 62. So, somewhere in the middle. I, I'm an optimist on that one. Um, well, now, off the cuff, I think it's going to be about 72. But that's not my actual point. I think the worst thing that could have happened to Sonic Forces is coming out just after everyone has licked Mario's bumhole clean like two well, weeks ago last week. It's coming out after the greatest game ever made. <laughs> what, Bubsy? Bubsy! <laughs> yeah, that, that shiny pinnacle of well, you know what? That's a great segue. Uh, we've got to talk about what we've been playing. Ben, Bubsy. I've been playing Bubsy. You know, we're actually playing it. It's, it's, it's annoying. Because as I'm playing it, the graphics look kind of stylish. Yeah, not nice, but, you know, it has its... Moments. Charm. Yeah. has its unique charm of Bubsy-ness. Bubsy, there's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> the charm to Bubsy. <laughs> is that the same charm that has, they had in like fucking Hugo the Troll? And it's like that. <laughs> fucking charm. <laughs> but the platform is a. I don't know. If they tied up the controls a little bit, it'd be really good. But the, the thing that kills me is the melee attack where you literally jump over the enemy you're attacking. So you have to make sure you're far enough away to attack them. And also, unless you've picked up a power-up, which lasts one hit, you're going to be hit, killed in one hit. So if you do your pounce attack to hit them, but miss by a frame, you get hit by them, you die. <laughs> or you jump over them, and they turn around, they hit you, you die. Hmm. Fun. Oh, sounds like real life. Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> Bubsy, the real life yeah. simulator. <laughs> Last of us will have nothing on Buzzy. So. Uh, but seriously, it's if it was longer, because it's only three worlds, three bosses. Well, I say three bosses. That's been really, 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 really nice to the game because all three bosses are the exact same boss, just slightly different. One's a yeah. basic UFO. One's a UFO that has guns. And one is a UFO that has guns with more guns. Wow, that sounds like fun. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, the first UFO is a UFO with tentacles. A UFO? Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I hate the third boss just because as I was about to beat it, I had it down because it took about 10 hits. And I'm not talking like Sonic where, yeah, sometimes you get like cheeky two hits or cheeky three hits or whatever. Yeah. Now you hit it once, it, go- it literally goes invisible. Yeah, you know, when it- the game used to flash, you know, like to show damage. Yeah. No, the sprite just completely disappears for a second. <laughs> it doesn't even just, bam- it just flash, it just disappears. And then it goes back to, back and it goes into invincible frames so you can't hurt anymore. So you got hit, you got to go through all the mechanics ten times. And each time you get... It's like the Dark Souls of platforming. <laughs> what did you say? 
So Crash Bandicoot's crown has been stolen. <laughs> yeah, but obviously. I mean, it's not a very good... You mean claimed? <laughs> claimed. <laughs> claimed, rightfully. Not reclaimed. Yeah, claimed. Yeah, claimed. The game is as bad as people seem to think, but it's not good. It's... Wait till it's bargain basement, $5, maybe. But again, I think the fact that in infinite wisdom that they had uh, or the biggest balls going they thought you know what let's release it straight after that new mario game and <laughs> also if, if i hear the word taco tuesday use the line again i will cry because wow. he only has like three or four like sentences stuff like oh i wish i knew that in the past game every time you do gliding oh i wish i knew that in the past game oh i wish i knew that i wish i knew that Oh, Ben, this sounds like exactly the kind of thing I miss reviewing. <laughs> it's like you'll kill an enemy. Oh, is it Taco Tuesday yet? Oh, no. Is it Taco no, Tuesday no. yet? That's just, no, no. <laughs> ben, have you played anything else this week that uh, isn't sounding like... Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, but that's the same, just with collectibles. Oh, right, yeah, so you can talk about that. That's fair enough. So. Uh, it's a giant map, and you've got to climb towers, and you've got to find collectibles. Just look at any previous Ubisoft game and then insert Assassin's Creed Origins instead. Savage. Savage. Uh, it, I'm not saying it's bad, because, yeah, th- that's why they keep doing it, because, you know, it's they've made it successful enough. But I'm just saying the fact that it, it's Ubisoft, you know what you're getting when you buy it. Ubisoft, it's it's literally the same game. But with a reskin. So yeah, not bad. But not as good as everyone seems to hype it up. Cool. Um, that it? Uh, apart from you know, a mammoth amount of Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen, of course. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Splendido. Splendido. Definitely not Overwatch. Definitely not Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> that you may have like played half asleep and won five matches in a row. Yeah, that's, that's the only time I can play it. I'd do rubbishly otherwise. In fact, when I was starting to wake up, I started to lose. I stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Overwatch. Cool. Do it when Overwatch. you're asleep. Sounds good. Good advice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what about you? Well, it's been kind of splitting the bill now between Origins and .hack. GU. Oh, uh, yeah. But on the note of Origins, the combat feels a lot like a more key version of... What the hell is it? I said it. For Honor. Yeah. Uh, with a lot less risk. I mean, I've died a few times, just, but that's mostly because... Uh, I mean, there, I've, I've actually had quite a few times where I, I said after this long, engaging fight that I'm still being surrounded by dead bodies. <laughs> You know, like in old games, you'd have you know the the, the counter system where you kill like a hundred people and you just hit one button the whole time. It's not quite that easy, but you you hit two trigger buttons and yeah, yeah. You can combo. You can combo pretty nicely. So doing it is more engaging, but the result, generally, the effort put into it is about the same. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Um, how how's hack? I'm really into it. I never got to play it when it was on PS2. I played the the first one, the first set of games, and those scorned me enough to kind of like second guess what was coming with GU, and I just never got around to it. 
for some stupid reason. So I wasn't really playing a ton back then. I don't know. But this being a first experience, it's great because it brings me back to a lot of those tropes and situations and scenarios and people that I met and came across in MMOs, all the times I've been playing MMOs. And it was really cool because the game also features things like forums and uh, websites and things. So you get a living world outside the the world, which is what the game is called. Uh, So it's really kind of cool to see those things, uh, get into them again, kind of be in that realm without, you know, being in the realm is kind of cool as well. Um, But I think that most surprising part of it is like some of the cinematography. It's really cool. It's really odd that it it jumps from just the kind of the, the stoic little avatars that you have in game just being, you know, voiceless not voiceless just have like no animations their mouths mouths don't even move when they talk to little like cutscene clips that are just really well animated and have really cool just cinematography like some shots are great because you'll go from like one thing and it'll just kind of jet to another one and it goes up to another one and yeah it's it's been really a surprise and i really regret not playing it back then but now brand new brand spanking new for me so yeah brand Excellent. Cool. Um, is that your lot? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I will reference mine quickly just because uh, we are running out of time and uh, the person we need to be here <laughs> to record the podcast is the one that is needing to rush. So we will we will move along. Um, I say rambling on. Um, yeah, so I talked about Wolfenstein 2 last week. Didn't really get... To, to do much more on that but uh, yeah I've been playing it still still fun still love it great shooter Gary won't agree with me but we'll get to that I'm sure in a minute um, played a lot of Fortnite this week not just the Battle Royale mode but back to the Warpo uh, which was uh, like a 2D I want to say like an RPG but it's not really it's like it's like made by two people it's like a hand drawn style it's like fun characters and it's pretty fun it's, I don't really know what else to say about it at this point with uh, going on too long but uh, it has some really fun boss battles that are utterly daft and a lot of the whole story is quite daft in how it's very, very low stakes so uh, yeah it's that nice um, Spin Tires Mud Runner which the trailers for that made it look a lot more exciting than it is um, basically it's um reverse parking a truck and trailer the game in mud and that's uh, as nightmarish as it sounds um, it seems uh yeah i mean rambling about the place when you're not got objectives is fine but anytime the game sets rules for you it's just yeah it, it, its flaws are right there and the camera is the worst because it's got one of the worst third person view cameras i've ever seen it's just such an odd angle and the controls change when you zoom, flip it round, as well. So it's back to that into already having to try and reverse park into things and deal with mud that churns up, which is impressive. And but also ends up with you getting stuck places. And oh man, it, it's yeah, it, it's definitely got its audience, I'd imagine. But it's not my my audience. Um, well, sir, that's it, really, for me. Didn't really play much. Fortnite has pretty much taken up most of my time. So, um, Gary, what about you? 
Yes. Um, uh, well, I, yesterday uh, I was playing with my friends. We played War of the Monsters, uh, old PS2 game uh, oh. that's available on PS4. Super fun game. It's a uh, it's a fighting game, but with giant monsters like King Kong, Godzilla, all those guys. Um, cool little design choices there. Uh, super fun to this day. Uh, controls take a while to get used to. Um, but the amount of destruction and the, the actual fighting mechanics are just super fun. Um, I recommend that game. I didn't remember it being as fun as, as I played it yesterday. I was like, damn, this game is actually really fun. Um, yeah, definitely a with friends sort of game that works well in that regard. To certain oh, yeah. the, the only thing that sucks is I can't play a Sweet Tooth in that game because... Uh, in order to play with Sweet Tooth, because he had the big robotic transformer, um, you you had to have a save file from Twisted Metal Ball on your memory card to unlock the character, and there's <laughs> no way to do it now. <laughs> it really makes me sad. But, yeah, it's a fun game. Uh, I highly recommend that game. Um, outside of that, uh, I did review .hack GU last record. Um, yeah. Like Tim said, it's a pretty damn good game and a good collection. Uh, one where they went in and created a whole new volume just for that game. Um, and I was actually talking to my friends like, how awesome is it that you're developing this game and then you realize, oh, you're making a brand new game that plays like a PS2 game <laughs> on purpose <laughs> with PS2 style graphics. Um so yeah, uh, I love those games. They have a fantastic story to tell. Um, I do recommend people, if you don't want to play the game, go watch the cutscenes on YouTube or something because they are pretty damn good. Um, outside of that, uh, yes, I have been playing Wolfenstein 2. <laughs> I finished it yesterday. Um, I don't really want to go into it too much because obviously Ben has to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I enjoy the new world more than the new Colossus. Um, oh, very much the opposite on that one outside of it. Yeah, um, to me, it just feels like it has it has an identity crisis, in my opinion. Um, it doesn't know if it wants to be a serious story, a comedic story, something in between. It keeps jumping too much, in my opinion. It gets to the point where some of the things that happen in that game are so ridiculous that the serious moments I can't even pretend to take seriously anymore. Um, shooting feels a little dated to me. Um, one of my biggest gripes is when games automatically set you up to lean to the side when you're hiding behind cover to shoot. Um, I hate that. This game does it a lot. Um but yeah, um, it's it's still a, an okay game. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but I was hoping for a lot more with this one. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Cool. Anything else? Um, fear. <laughs> I'm playing yeah. fear on my on my PC. Um, but yeah, that game is available on a go. But yeah. Uh, Again, I don't want to get too much into it, but I still I feel like Fear is the game that should have come out today, and Wolfenstein Two should have come out the day that Fear came out, which was about twelve years ago, maybe more. 
Sorry. Uh, sorry, you realise next week I'm just going to cold open with my counter argument. <laughs> no, hey, that's fine, man. Uh, but yes, uh, in short, I just say like um, the problems you list with Wolfenstein this time were the problems I had with the first one. Right? Um, but I feel they dealt with better in the New Colossus. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's that's all the game stuff. Um, ben, shout outs. A shout out to Evolve Malik and girlfriend's favorite stream. He's due a kid next year, early spring, I think he is. He's going to find out if he's a boy or girl soon. Shout out to uh, Klaus. Whose girlfriend is the mother? <laughs> a shout out to uh, Klaus Nightbringer at Phoenix Down Radio for putting up with me for 25 hours during the stream. You're awesome. Shout out to Maelstrom Radio. That was, and well, everyone at the content creator, that was one of the, that was a really good experience. I had a lot of fun, even though I'm incredibly knackered now. And a shout out to the guys. Thanks for putting up with my mumbling tonight. That's right. Uh, we are the mumbles. It's fine. Um, Tim. I mumbled him to death. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yay. Thank you. Actually, I had myself muted. Yay. Yay. I mumbled him to death. <laughs> uh, you guys, of course, because bomb diggity, everybody. Mike for coming with us last night, just, no, last week. Last, uh, uh, see, wow. I wasn't there. Therefore, was I my don't Freudian believe slip. you. There was my Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> just the tip. Yeah, no. Uh, just uh, from Mike from being here last week and my screw up, so I apologize for that, Mike. Much love. Uh, you guys for dealing with that, for dealing with me generally every week. Uh, then listeners, same thing. And yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Gary. Uh, you guys, as always, uh, thanks for having me on. The listeners, as always. Uh, Fonzie, I miss you. I want to hear you talk about the iPhone 11. I don't know why. <laughs> What's that? <I'm> <laughs> that timing was great. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That was me. That was good. <laughs> uh, well, I want to know how you justify $1,000 for a phone because uh, I can in my mind, ever imagine doing that. Um, but yeah, that's about it. And Mike, of course, yeah, yeah. Sorry that your return never actually happened. Anybody except for us. <laughs> we enjoyed it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would have Hold enjoyed it. it, but you know. Yeah. Excellent. Um, if it even existed. If it I don't know if I can believe you guys. Yeah. Uh, is it just a spooky Halloween tale that we've got? <laughs> um, yeah, so... All the great, great, great I echo sentiments, etc. And we will see you for episode 192, or if all goes on, episode 191.3. Um, we'll see. We'll see how we go this time. We, we, we do. <laughs> Once, <laughs> twice, three times it, a podcast? Yeah. Uh, it, it's not the first <laughs> time we've had, a, we've had a lost episode. It's fine. It, we, it does but, happen occasionally. Let's just say the episode was so controversial we couldn't air it. Yeah. That's it. And that's before Gary played Wolfenstein. So, yeah. <laughs> Imagine how bad that could be. We're getting messages about it already. <laughs> ah, cool. Um, right, so, yeah. Um, Tatty bye. Tatty bye.